This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. I want to tell my sports fans, don't go away. But I want to tell my people, y'all know I'm a sports fan, uh, but don't go away because we're also going to be talking about family. We're going to be talking about redemption. We're going to be talking about miracles. We're going to be talking about the power of prayer with Kevin Malone, who's on on with us. Uh, he is the – man, there's so much to talk about what he's done and what he is doing. But uh, for my sports fans, if that name sounds very familiar, if you're a baseball guy, he was the general manager uh, for the Orioles, uh, or for the Expos, the assistant GM for the Baltimore Orioles. And then 98 to 2001, I believe if I've got that right, he was the GM of the storied franchise, the Los Angeles Dodgers. And I may have this wrong. I didn't have time to look it up, Kevin, but were you the first guy to hand out a hundred million dollar contract? Is that se- semi? Yeah, yes. That's small change now, Steve. I was the first one to Kevin Brown. Gave him a hundred, hundred and five million, fifteen million for seven years, and you know there's those guys sitting on the bench now, role players, utility guys that are making that much. So uh, I don't know what they were balking about back then. They're, they're giving out three, four hundred million dollars now. So that was. Uh, bargain it's crazy that that was a bargain but you were the first guy and it seemed like yep. you know you weren't even really sweating it i mean that you were the first guy were you sweating it at the time like man this is a lot of money uh for I, the, yeah well, that's a good question i wasn't really sweating it because uh ownership understood the value that this guy brought to the team that didn't mean it was a guarantee that right he was going to win 25 games but but you know who else uh sweated it was the rest of of the league i had people getting on me Everybody, but you know, the haters came out. A lot of jealousy, a lot of envy, and people uh, teams that didn't have the kind of money, the resources to go get those types of players were pretty upset, saying I was killing baseball and hurting wow. baseball. But uh, you know, I was trying to put a winner on on the field, and and I had the resources due to uh, ownership's commitment to success, and so I spent the money. I w- I, w- I wasn't gonna. You know, it wasn't coming my way if I kept it in the bank. So I went out and spent it and uh, yeah. tried to put the best team together. Yeah. Wow. Well, that's amazing. Well, I, I, I've got my sports fans and, and you and I know even, uh, just off microphone, uh, we could talk about, uh, you were already giving me a hard time about, you had heard I was a longhorn. I corrected the record and told you I'm a OU sooner and you gave me even harder time about that and you being a USC guy. So I know we could talk, uh, sports all day, but I don't want people to miss the Sean Miracle, SeanMiracle.com, the short film story of redemption, of father-son relationship, of a praying mom and praying dad. So can you just uh, jump in a little bit there and tell us about um, your son and this, this amazing story? Well, Steve, he uh, was a senior at USC. He had gone to the University of Melbourne in Australia to do a study abroad, uh, international business program, came back went out with his friends, partied, and uh, overdid it. Uh, wow. Took uh, took drugs and didn't wake up the next day. We found him having trouble breathing. Uh, error. Uh, we took him to the hospital. 911 came and made the call. And, uh, they told us his vitals were all shutting down, that they didn't think he was going to make it. He was probably going to die and get wow. ready for, uh, for that. Uh, he did survive that first day, and then 
three days later, they told us he was brain dead to pull the feeding tube, starving to death. If, oh if my he ever gosh. woke up out of, yeah, out of this coma that he was in, uh, he wouldn't, he'd be in a vegetative state and wouldn't want to live like that. But we told the neurologist that, uh, we were going to trust in God for a miracle. We were going to cry out, pray fast and wow. seek God's intervention. And we, uh, we, we heard what the world was telling us that there was no hope, but we knew that there was hope and that comes in Jesus Christ. So we, we put all our eggs in that basket, Steve, and wow. trusted the Lord. And 60 days later, he uh, brought my son out of his coma and healed him. And it's a miraculous God story. It's an incredible, incredible story. Uh, man, tell us tell us about, I mean, how people did react. I, I think when we say, hey, we're doing this, we're putting all our eggs in one basket, we're trusting in Jesus, it is easy for people. If people didn't understand why you're spending $100 million on Kevin Brown, they're sure as heck not going to understand when you're just saying we're counting on Jesus and a miracle from God. How did people react? Well, uh, people thought that it was over, that there was no hope, that, you know, we we just didn't have any options is what uh, we were hearing from a lot of people, not our faith-based uh, yeah. friends, not those that they thought that there was hope. But, you know, I think of the story, uh, you know, in the Bible when, when people were fleeing away from running from Jesus and leaving Jesus, and he said to Peter, are you going to leave me too, Peter? And Peter's yeah. words to Jesus, well, where am I going to go, Jesus? You have the words to eternal life. That's right. Where were we going to go? The world didn't have any answers, any solutions. They didn't know what the remedy was. We knew the answer. We know what the solution is, and that's hanging on, clinging to Jesus and crying out for a miracle because the world uh, was was giving us no chance, no hope, and we knew that the only chance we had was that God for, for God to hear our cries, to have mercy on our son, Sean, and our family, and, and God answered and came through and, and showed his faithfulness to us. Right. Well, let me tell you, um, and I want to tell our, our viewers and our listeners that people, you can watch the short film. It's beautifully done and uh, beautifully told as a documentary. It's about 20 minutes long at seanmiracle.com. That's S-H-A-W-N miracle.com. Let me ask you about this. Well, you had some big hitters in your corner. I know from uh, the Sean Miracle, you had Francis Chan showing up and praying too. That's, that's pretty good uh, power in your lineup right there. We were blessed, Steve. That's right. Francis and I have been longtime friends. We went to his church uh, in, in Simi Valley called Cornerstone. And then uh, his wife, Lisa, and his kids, if they couldn't travel with him on a speaking engagement, he oftentimes took me. So I traveled a lot okay. with Francis. We went to went to Thailand together on a, a mission trip uh, with Zoe International and the Children's Hunger Fund. And mm. we, we'd spent a lot of time together. So he knew our family. It wasn't just as a pastor. I mean, that's yeah. That's great, but it was as a personal family friend. He brought his daughter along, and she prayed as well. And, you know, David Crowder uh, showed up and came to the hospital in Colorado, and he and uh, Jay uh, Deze, I think that was his uh, one of his, his guys, yeah. he, they prayed for Sean around the hospital bed. Wow. So I, give, I give Crowder uh, some shout-out. <laughs> we had a lot of, lot of men and women of God praying, Steve. And, yeah. And, you know, the Lord the Lord loves us so much, and, and He has a plan and a purpose for our lives. And, you know, it bothers me that people don't know the Lord, that they're all, they, all, they have all the answers. We live in that cancel culture now, and yeah. a lot of anger, a lot of hate, a lot of disappointment, a lot of frustration and sadness. But praise God that, uh, you know, we're not, 
we're, we're not influenced uh, by by the world, but we we keep our faith and and our eyes on Jesus. And it doesn't mean everything's perfect. We don't have problems. We don't have right. issues and and struggles. But God's with us to get us through those difficult times because we're going through them. If you haven't been through them, you're going to go through them. And if you've been through them, uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. So, uh, but but God go, God's with us. He guides us through it. He helps us get through those tough times. So. Right. We just give them all the praise and the glory. And that's why we made the movie, Steve. Is yeah. We wanted people to know the, the real hope, the living hope, yes. that there is an answer, there is a solution, and that's found in God through faith in His Son, Jesus. Yes. Well, tell me this. Uh, I know when parents go through tragic, scary times, I mean, just crazy times, sometimes that can sort of pull a relationship apart. It can kind of reveal the weaknesses, and sometimes they can pull together uh, through their faith in Jesus Christ. So I'm curious about your wife, Marilyn. What was her perspective, and what was her thoughts during this? Well, there were some challenging, difficult times because, you know, when you're going through that, you're clinging to the Lord both collectively and individually. And you know, she would be disappointed with me if I didn't respond in a certain way. And then you look back and say, well, could I have done this? Or could you have done that better? Or yeah. could, I, could I have been around more? So you kind of played play the blame game. But we knew okay. deep down that that, that wasn't going to help. So you, but we, you know, we'd go through, through times where we would just hold each other and cry and pray and, and seek God's face. And, 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 and then there were times where we would, be short with each other and, and sure. not be very uh, cordial. I'm just being honest with you. That right. was uh, right. That wasn't all you know. Always wonderful. It was times where I was upset, not with God. I always yeah. felt like God was going to come through and answer. I was just upset with you know the way people responded, or if my wife, I didn't feel my wife was doing something the right way, or my daughter, or, or the doctors, or the nurses, or whoever. So. You know, I still have challenges, uh, yeah. you know, with uh, different things in my life and anger being one of them. So, uh, but we got through it by the grace and mercy of God. We just, uh, we worked through it through, you know, spending time in the Word, yeah. reading the Word, praying the Word, listening to worship music, listening to sermons, reading books. So we did everything we could to run wholeheartedly after the Lord because we knew that was our only hope. Yeah. So you were a strong Christian before this. How much has the Sean miracle, I mean, changed your life or what has changed in your life, Kevin? Well, I think we go through ups and downs, Steve. I think there's times in our life where we're walking closely with the Lord and there are other times where we are trailing behind pretty far. And I think it's this crazy journey and we're, you know, trying to to do the best we can to walk in obedience and to and to get closer to the Lord, become more Christ-like every day. Uh, I, I'd say I've gone to maybe a different level of understanding of who God is. I think knowing my identity in, in Christ, who I am in God, who I am in Jesus, and and, and relying on that and not being swayed or, or moved off the, off of the path because of of certain consequences or, or, or emotions or feelings, but just knowing in my heart of hearts and having that faith uh, that no matter what's going on, God is, is, is with me and he loves me and, and he's going to see me through it no matter what the outcomes are. So I think it's just this kind of confidence level, Steve, where yeah. I've always had a, a strong faith in the Lord, but it's just like the confidence level in his mm. faithfulness and his mercy and his goodness 
in who he is. I think I just know him better now mm. after going through what, what I've gone through and what my family's gone through. I just feel like I really know who God is. Not, not saying I still don't mess up and yeah. don't do stupid stuff and sin, <laughs> but I just have this kind of, this peace, this shalom of knowing who God is because he's, he's shown me who he is and I'm seeking to know him and he's gracious enough to reveal himself to me at times in different ways. So yeah. That's, that's that would be my answer is is just a, 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 a deeper level of confidence and faith in, in who God is because you know people ask me do did you believe in miracles before this and that's yeah I, I believed in them mm. because I'd read about them and yeah I'd, I'd heard about them but when it happens in your own home a, a real live miracle and God intervenes and, and gives your son a second chance in life uh, it gives a, a different new and, and, and more uh, <laughs> Uh, a, a better uh, definition of, of a miracle. So, absolutely, uh, I, I definitely believe in miracles now. Yeah, yeah, you've seen one huge one right in front of you. Um, let me ask you this: How's Sean doing now? Can you kind of give us an update on how he's doing? He's doing well. I think you know. I think about the Bible a lot. Obviously, when you yeah. read it and study it, and that's where you get your strength. But the story in the Bible about when Jesus touched the blind man, he touched his eyes and he said, what do you see? And the guy yep. said, I see men as trees and God touched his eyes a second time. So I think it's a, I think as we study the word of God, there's different levels of healing. Sometimes people are healed immediately, a hundred percent. Right. There are other times where it's a process and, and healing just is not, I'm just not talking about physical healing. I'm talking about spiritual healing. Right. So I think that uh, Sean is doing well. He, he works out every day. He's running five miles a day. He's learned to speak some Hebrew. He's running wow. after God wholeheartedly. We've Whoa. been to Israel a bunch of times. He loves to serve people. He loves to tell people about Jesus. So, Gosh. you know, that's quite, quite a transformation, Steve, when you go from chasing after drugs and partying and living a good worldly life to, you know, dying to self and, and, and putting Jesus first and, and living an obedient life and spending time in the Word and listening to sermons and worship music and fasting. Yes. He fast once a, a month. Yeah. Uh, there's only God can do something like that. That's a, that, that it's a continuous healing process. So he's doing very well. He's got, he's done some real estate work. He graduated USC wow. a, a, a year and a half after his accident. Oh my gosh. And I call it an accident overdose. Yeah. So, uh, he's a smart guy, but he's still trying to really figure out what is God calling him to do other than share his testimony okay. and show the, and, and get people to watch the Sean movie. So, uh, he's doing some real estate, but uh, uh, he's still praying, seeking God as to really what God wants him to do. But, but I'm thankful. I'd, I'd say when it comes to physical healing, he's 85, 90 percent. Okay. You know when Jacob when Jacob wrestled with the Lord, he yes. he walked with a limp after that, didn't he? I think we yep. all have some consequences oh. when we wrestle with God. So Sean's got uh, some things he's still working on, but uh, he he's been healed not only uh, physically, but the real healing and transformation spiritually, he came, God called him out of the darkness into his marvelous light. Absolutely. And John went from not knowing Jesus to serving Jesus. So that's the biggest miracle of all. 
Yeah, and I think that comes across really well in the in the film Sean Miracle. I, I love how Francis Chan talks about that and how that is the real miracle is that spiritual um healing. The physical healing obviously was so important. Um, but I think your wife even talked about in the film when she was praying desperately and thinking, you know, the doctor saying he's he's gone and uh yeah. her being so desperate in prayer because she felt like well, Sean doesn't know the Lord. And uh, so she talks about in the film that this is this is her prayer. I mean, if, if he's ready for yeah. uh, heaven, you can put it better than I can. But you know what I'm talking about, what uh, yeah, your wife see, what Marilyn did. I think I, a lot of people comment on that part of the 20-minute of the uh, really? movie is that Marilyn, my wife Marilyn cries out to God, if you know him, bring him on home to heaven. You know, Go ahead and bring him home, take him home. Yeah. But if he doesn't know you, God, I'm crying for a full miracle. Yes. Let him come back to earth so that he can come to know Jesus as his Lord and Savior, that he can repent and ask God for forgiveness and follow Jesus and live a life of obedience and serving God. So God heard her prayers and heard our prayers and and responded and, and gave Sean a second chance. You know, a lot of people don't want to talk about eternity, Steve, but, you know, we have fun talking about college football or the Dodgers sure. baseball or whatever it may be. I know, uh, your producer there, Mark, with the Bucks. I know he's all excited about the Bucks possibly winning a championship. Uh, and then again, four or five people will celebrate that. But, but I really think that we can enjoy life. But what's there's an urgency yeah. to where we're going to spend eternity. And there's so many people hurting now. So many people mm. looking for truth and for hope. Mm-hmm. And and it, it can only be found in Jesus in a relationship with God through faith in Jesus. And People would say, well, I don't want to make that commitment. I don't want to surrender that. Then, you know, it's all a, a life of do's and don'ts. It's not that at all. It's a life of do's. Yeah. This is an exciting life, following Jesus, this journey we're on, seeing the things that God shows us and, and, and living the experiences that God wants us to live and blessing us and helping us get through difficult times. I don't know how you do life apart from Jesus. I really, really don't. Yeah. You know, the Bible says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And I know that's true. And <laughs> that's yeah. going to be, uh, you know, on my tombstone if I have one. My wife says she's going to cremate me because, you know, she don't want, you know, anybody <laughs> messing with me when I'm in the grave. But anyway. Uh, you still so, have some enemies? Uh, Is I that what have a said? lot to be thankful for, Steve. Yeah. I want to thank you and Mark for promoting and, and telling people about this movie because it's not about me or my son or right. my family. It's about the power of God, the love of God, the mercy of God, and that he is real, that he is truth, that he is a God that heals. And I just thank you guys for your ministry and for you getting the word out there, the gospel, the good news that changes lives. And there's nothing more important than me. We can talk and have fun in sports and and, and talk about a lot of things, but there's nothing more important than talking about our love for Jesus. So thank you for the opportunity. Oh man. Thank you for, uh, thank you for sharing it with us. And thank you for sharing this movie, Sean miracle. You can see it for free right now. Sean miracle.com. Um, let me ask you this as a family, did you have any, I don't know how it came up that it was like, Hey, we should tell this as a, as a short film, but were there any reservations or conversations about, do we want to put this story out there? How did that go? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you must have talked to my wife before we got on the phone. Uh, <laughs> she's she's a very private person, Steve, and this okay. was a painful. Oh yeah, it was painful going through the the dark days of his drug addiction and yeah, uh, you know, dealing with all the consequences of him being on drugs and getting locked up or getting in fights or picking him up when he didn't know where he was. I mean, yeah, you know, it 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 was painful and dark and hurtful, but. My wife and I, we prayed about it, and we, you know, we talked to Brian Ivey, who's a great young director that made the, that made the movie. Yeah. And we were going to just start it out making it a four or five minute little introductory for Sean to go to churches and speak oh. to men's groups or youth groups, right, and or church camps. And all of a sudden, you know, Brian's doing wow. this filming and putting this together, and the next thing you know, it's twenty minutes long, and he said it could have gone even longer, but. Uh, yeah. but we, we were, cons- but we want to be genuine. We want to be transparent. We believe God works through mm. honesty and truthfulness yes. and transparency. And, you know, the pains that our family went through, the challenges, the, the hurt, the mm. darkness, mm. we want people to know that they're, that, you know, they're not the only ones going through difficult times. They're, that, that a lot of people, almost everybody I know, unless they're not telling the truth, has gone through some challenging times and has difficulties. And we want people to know that there yeah. is hope, that there is an answer, there is healing. And we decided that, you know, through, through you know, listening to God, that this would put God on display and yes. it would elevate God, magnify his name, yes. point people to Jesus. And, yeah, we were going to be vulnerable and show people our weaknesses and our failures. And, you mm. know, I'm, you know, was a failure as a husband and a father, but... Through that, God gave us a second chance and probably multiple chances, and that's available to everybody out there, to all your listeners, yeah. to all their friends and family. This just wasn't for Kevin Malone and his family and Sean Malone and Marilyn Malone and Shannon Malone. This is for everybody. Yeah. This God loves us and wants a relationship with us and wants us to do life uh, with him and him with us. So that's i got to get this word out. There's yeah. I, I can talk a lot about the Dodgers or USC or or the Lakers, or whoever you want to talk about, right. the Las Vegas, the Golden Knights, and different teams, and, and all that's fun, and all that's great, but there's nothing more important. There's an urgency, Steve. Right. I mean, I think we're living in difficult times where we're under attack as those that follow and believe in Jesus, and we right. need to be unified and pray for each other and help each other and support each other and not attack each other, not tear each other down. It right. bothers me so much, Steve, to see yeah. churches fighting over things that uh, really don't bring honor and glory to God. I mean, you know, if it, you know, it's uh, Jesus is the answer. It, you know, faith in Him, and if you know, if it's, if it's a salvation issue, that there's faith in Him and Him alone. It's, it's Jesus. Now, there's some other issues that people want to debate on. That's fine, but I, I don't like to see churches battling and fighting and being negative towards each other. It doesn't show the world right. the true Jesus that we love and serve. So, uh, I'm not saying compromise truth, but I'm saying you know, handle it in a, in a God-honoring way if you disagree on some theological points. Yeah, that's that's really good. We're talking to Kevin Malone. We're talking about the miracle of his sons, not just physical miracle, 
um, not just uh, that, but the spiritual miracle of that prodigal son um, coming home and that son who was dead spiritually uh, being alive, that son who was lost and is now found. We're talking about the power of God with Kevin Malone, former, uh, he was known as the best general manager in the game from Major League Baseball, 17-year-long uh, career, um, the whole thing. But uh, yeah, I love what God is doing. And I'm, I'm thinking right now, Kevin, about just maybe some dad that is listening or some parent that isn't even aware that their their son or their daughter is dealing with a drug problem, a drug addiction. Um, I'm thinking about that dad that maybe his career – He's so focused on that that he's kind of overlooking um, his own kids. What would you have to say to either of those either of those parties? Well, first of all, to the moms or the families, is don't lose hope. Yeah, continue to pray, continue to seek God's intervention. Uh, try to get the resources to your your child or grandchild, whoever it is that's struggling with addiction, yeah. and don't don't feel ashamed, don't feel mm. guilty. Uh, the enemy, the devil, is going to try to make you feel ashamed and guilty and that you messed up. Yeah. Oftentimes, uh, the parents, really, it's, it's got nothing to do with the parents. So okay. Stay, you know, do everything you can as a mom, praying, but also, you know, try to get people involved, provide resources to to the, the person struggling with the addiction. And, and then to the fathers, I would say, hey, it's okay to work hard and pursue a career, but we got to keep our priorities in line. I, I feel that that uh, horribly, Steve. I, I put my team, I put my, my job, I put winning championships. Uh, I put everything in front of my wife and kids. And, you know, I got mm. out of line, out of whack, and, and my priorities were all messed up. It's okay. I'm a workaholic. It's okay sure. to work hard and to want to be successful in your career and want to, want to be the best and, and, and even to make money. None of that. There's nothing wrong with all right. of that. But, the problem comes when that becomes more important than our wife and our children. Our mm. wives need us, and, and it's difficult. It's difficult being married sometimes. Sure. And I'm sure most men's wives would say that about their husbands. And it's <laughs> difficult being a father most of the time, or a lot of the time. But God, that's what God's called us to do. Yes. And we need to be the husbands that God's called us to be, and the fathers that called us to be. Work hard. Work diligently. Do all that you can. Strive to be successful. Pursue pursue your your career, your job with excellence, but don't let it get in the way of of your wife and kids. It's God first, right? Then our wife, then our kids, and then our job. And I I got that out of, out of line myself. I gotcha. I, I, my priorities were messed up. But uh, you, I just I would strongly encourage all fathers yeah. to evaluate where you're at and be intentional on time spent with your wife, on date nights, on doing stuff, doing things, yeah. fun things with your kids. Being, you know, I say that in the movie, I, I provided all the things that I thought they needed, all the material things, a, a roof over their head, food on the table, and I thought I was being a great dad. Yeah. But what they wanted was time with me. Yeah. They wanted the father time, husband time. So fathers, please hear me. Spend time with your kids and, and, mm. and with your wives because, You'll never get that time back, and and it will help you be better at your job when you're when you're when you're right in your relationship with your wife and your kids. In right. my opinion, I believe that wholeheartedly. Yeah, that's uh, beautifully put. 
And, uh, man, that I'm just thinking the picture, just imagining that, you know, when we, when we meet Jesus, that is uh first conversation or going to the sort of the film room and going over some things and talking about it besides just welcoming us and us feeling the love and power of Jesus and, and all that great stuff. And then him saying, Oh man, I really liked how you did this or how you did that, but I don't want to have that conversation where he shows me this, where he really wanted me to love my wife better or really love my kids better. And I think that conversation is going to come before we get to talk about the Oklahoma Sooners or the San Antonio Spurs or, uh, your USC Trojans or in anything else. I think that's, I think you've put our eyes like refocused on, on what Jesus Christ is calling us to do and to make a difference right there. Um, who he's entrusted us with, our spouse, our kids. And we do need the power of prayer and we do need grace and we do need God's guidance to help us to love each and every day. So, uh, man, I am just so grateful, Kevin, for your story and your vulnerability and your family willing to share this incredible story, um, even though it's making it very public and bringing out into the light. And I think maybe that's what God is calling us to do more and more is to bring out to the light. Light, um, the the dark times so that God could talk about what he's done with the light and with his power and with his transformation. So we purposely, I want to give just a tease. We're going to have Kevin on uh, sometime in the fall is what we're talking about um, to talk about his uh, incredible ministry called Protect the Path. And that has to do with uh, human trafficking and saving people's lives and living in Las Vegas to do that. So I just want to give you a little tease. Is there anything you want to tease about that just for when we come back and talk yes. about that, Kevin? Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, uh, was blessed to, to found the uh, Protect the Path Ministry. But five years ago, I started uh, with a friend of mine. We co-founded the a ministry called the United States Institute Against oh. Human Trafficking. Oh, okay. It's U.S. Yeah, U-S-I-A-H-T dot org. I kind of morphed the Protect the Path into the United States Institute Against Human Trafficking. Okay. And it's an amazing website. We're doing a lot of different things to fight child sex trafficking in America, yeah. rescuing kids. We have the Traffic Boys Safe Home. So I'd love to come back on in a yeah. couple of months, talk about the O and 3 Sooners. Well, if you're talking about Owen three, you must be talking about the tennis team, but, um, it won't be the football team, but we'll see. We'll see how it's going about then. But man, well, I'm really excited to hear about that. And Kevin, thank you so much. Um, you're just a real blessing and thank your family and you and Sean and your wife and uh, the rest of your family just remain in our prayers. And thank you for being on the front line, answering God's call. And we can't wait to hear about, uh, what you guys are doing there. So I look forward to that as well. Thank you, Steve. God bless you and Mark and Mark's uncle and, and your daughter and family and, God bless you, Kevin, man. That was perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, brother. I'll be in touch and we'll connect. Perfect. Uh, we'll connect soon. Thank perfect. You. All right. Yeah. I like that you said soon. That's good. All right. Well, man, that was awesome. That's Kevin Malone. What an incredible story. SeanMiracle.com is where you can see that. So go to SeanMiracle.com. I want to remind you what Kevin is doing is what we're talking about doing, realizing that hope that we have, that light that we have, that love that we have, that joy that we have, that purpose that we have. That's what the Apostle Paul talked about. 
That's what he talked about, this incredible glory from glory to glory that God gives us. He wants to give to you because he has life for you, and he has light for you to spread, not just to hold on to yourself, but to share with somebody. Maybe out of your darkness, God has done something great, and somebody needs to hear it. That's what the Apostle Paul did. He talked about this, and you can email me, steve at verybold.com. He said in 2 Corinthians 3.12, this is what we're doing, this is what Kevin is doing. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com.